to another episode. Actually, this is very fitting because of the time of year we're in, Whether whenever you're listening to this, uh, this is episode 13 and we're coming up on <laughs> Halloween and uh, lucky number 13 and, uh, and an election. We're going to be talking about election stuff today and yeah, get ready for all that. It's going to buckle up. We're going to have a good time. Did you say there's like a full moon coming up? Yeah, too? full moon. There was a meme uh, that talked about, you know, in, in March, there was a full moon and all these other list of things. And that this month, this weekend or this week, there, all these other things are happening and hoping there will be a factory reset. We'll kind of undo everything <laughs> that happened in March. So it's, yeah, that was kind of funny. I like that. Well, welcome into the Desperate Pastor podcast, no matter where you are or when you are listening. <laughs> uh, we are glad to have you. We made it to 13. We keep talking about this as being exciting that we're making it this far. But appreciate all the feedback. Uh, we are working... Um, to make this uh, more relevant in a lot of ways. I mean, I think things we, we talk about are relevant, but yeah. trying to make it more um, like, yeah, I agree with that. Or yeah, not agree. That's the wrong word uh, <laughs> that you can identify with what we're talking about a little more. And because I figure like we're just so high and falutin, <laughs> highfalutin. Oh Is that the right word? Should I keep going? Sure. Let's keep just digging keep, the hole. <laughs> we're going to be quiet and let you talk. <laughs> Uh, well, you can unfollow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and <laughs> YouTube. Uh, you can also email us, and we've had a number of people email us at me at DesperatePastor.com. We want you to join in the conversation. Today is one of those times, and every day is one of those times that we uh, we have conversations. We'd love to hear what you think and uh, join in the conversation. I have a question for you, though, that to kind of get us going, to kind of wake us up, to um, hopefully get us smiling before we get into some serious cutting edge discussion a little dicey dicey is a good word dicey. as well yeah uh, would you rather be on a game show or a reality show oh game show easy <laughs> and i know it i want to be on jeopardy oh, really <laughs> yeah yeah my I've wife always... hates jeopardy i like jeopardy she i have a thought it. about people who hate <laughs> jeopardy <laughs> my we were we haven't watched it in a while but we recently just i don't know why i think cuz football season ended for me so sure. we're home and the other day, I was like, I could have won. <laughs> this, it was the perfect day for me. Yeah. But then there's other nights where I know, like, it's like uh, 16th century English yeah, poetry. Right. And I'm like, okay, that one's a dud. Flip. I'm not, I'm not getting, getting any of those. Um, but yeah, sometimes I'm like, man, this is so, it'd be so much fun to try. Unless you're on Groundhog Day and you can be like, know all the answers. <laughs> like Titicaca. Yeah, I just keep going. <laughs> just keep going. Yeah, um, that would be. Uh, yeah, traditional. I don't know like many new game shows, but I know reality shows. Wheel of Fortune. I can see. You I can on, do Wheel of Fortune. I can see you on like Wipeout. <laughs> oh, man. No, no, no. I think I would pay to see. We would too. love to see, see you on me. Wipeout. I was say there's a lot of people that would love to see me try to complete that uh, and fall and fail. Thank you. I think you're the welcome. worst. The worst yeah, part of Wipeout is those punching things that come out of the wall. I, I'm like, I could. I would just lay in the mud and just cry because I, like, I can't imagine being punched in the head. I would be so angry. <laughs> like, I would not. I watch that show. We haven't watched it in a while, but I watch it. And I'm like, those people are handling it way too yeah. well. Like I would be standing on as the thing's spinning and waiting yeah. for my next turn. I'd be like, I hate this and I hate your game. And I, okay, laugh at me. You know, like that's what you're on there for. Yes, of course. You're not on there to win. No. You're on there to fall and look foolish, which yeah. 
For everybody else's entertainment. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess if I went into it with that attitude, I'd be okay. You still wouldn't do it. But so. no, but we, I'm more Wheel of Fortune Jeopardy. Yeah. I'm a Wheel of Fortune guy, but I would rather be on a reality show. I, I was going to say, oh. I'd rather a reality show. I think, Which one? I have no idea. I think maybe um, Survivor. Doesn't it matter? I, I could do like Survivor <laughs> or Survivor. Alone. I, like I could do Alone. Oh, I, I could, couldn't do Alone. I can't be alone for five minutes without losing my mind. <laughs> I don't like to be alone in my own house. <laughs> but like the amount of anxiety that I would have being on a game show, uh, I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't take. That's it. what I think of when I think about being on alone. I'm no, like, I would just be anxious the yeah. whole time. I'd being be like, on alone, I'd be like, man, it's like vacation. No. Just... Or then when you hear animal noises in the middle of the night, yeah. you're like, <laughs> <laughs> like I always say, I want to say I'm that guy, but no. I'm not even like I don't even find joy tent camping in my backyard. No. Like it doesn't appeal no. to me. And I'm the you guy. Judge that the, me all you want. I would be the guy that the fire starts like my tent on fire <laughs> if I were alone. Like try to stay warm. Try to stay warm because I watched Alone a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. And well, like, up in smoke. Like there, wow. We have a guy from our community that's yeah. been on there several times, yeah. and um, uh, and he's done extremely well. Like he's he's amazing at it, and uh, he does things like that. Like he'll do. He goes around and does talks about. Um, you know, bushcraft. Yes, thank yeah, you. I knew bushcraft. It. I knew it yeah, was right what, on the. End. I had it was, no I was, idea. It was. I was thinking because and uh, and he's actually he's awesome and uh, he's he and his wife are considering, I think, doing something like that for kids. So it's really cool, like, cool. like huh. training them. Really you know, cool. in a real, almost like an extreme yeah. version of Boy Scouts or something like that. But <laughs> I would love to know some of the stuff extreme. they know. Like, I mean, because he can basically be anywhere and yeah. be like, I can build a structure and I can make a fire. And I'm like, I can make a fire with a fire starter right. in my fire pit. <laughs> I mean, I'm a little, I've had more experience yeah. than that. I just don't enjoy it. So, I mean, if Aaron were here, which by the way, Aaron's not able to join Sorry, us today, I, I can answer this for him okay. because I know he's an, he's a huge fan of survivor hmm. like really like i didn't even know survivor still existed yes and he's, he's about it like yeah. that is his show and i think i think if they called today he would leave today to go be on that show <laughs> i think that or he just really, i know he loves it so i would imagine and aaron you can correct me on episode 14 <laughs> uh if you would have been on a game show but i believe he would say survivor. reality show survivor we yeah. often talk about we feel like we could just put cameras in our house right now <laughs> and have a reality show. You couldn't air mine. <laughs> I don't know. The things that, the false threats that I throw yeah. at my kids yeah. that people would be like, he's a horrible person. CSB's at your door every episode. <laughs> hey, Mike. Uh, hey. He told his son he was going to break his arm four times today. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do it, but he right. idle threats. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or actually, it would just be my kids watching YouTube videos yes, and complaining Fortnite and screaming like, yes! My son was screaming so loud last night when I was making dinner. He was in his room playing Fortnite with uh, other people. Again, don't judge me. Um, but he's And he's screaming at the top of his lungs. I thought he was injured. And um, here it was they just had some victory, yeah. you know. And Let's go. Yeah, and he's like, I'm like, I can't take it. Shut your door. So he shuts his door. I can still hear. Oh him. yeah. So I open the door. And I'm like, I'm gonna embarrass you because he's always yeah. on microphone. Yeah, headphones. Yeah. So I'm just like, you've got one more warning, and then you're getting the full like. Nice. I go in the room and I'm like, hey guys, what's up? Who, who are we playing with? And like he's like, shut up, Dad. Stop talking. So. Okay, that wasn't your question. How do we get there? Yeah, I, don't know. I have no idea. Uh, I blame well, Nate. The other what? question. <laughs> this is an open-ended question here. Uh, favorite fast food restaurant? 
As a Christian, I have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the It'd Chick-fil-A. be my pleasure. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, I always found that weird. Didn't, does anybody else find that when they use that phrase? They're the like, law. hey, thanks for that. My pleasure. Yeah, like, can I have ooh. 14 more Polynesian sauces? <laughs> my pleasure. No, it's not. You hate me and you think it's an absurd amount of sauce. <laughs> Chick-fil-A chicken strips and Chick-fil-A sauce are the best combination. Yeah, the Chick-fil-A yeah. sauce is good. Chick-fil-A sauce is 140 calories a pack. <laughs> No wonder. It's I mean, they're so all mayonnaise good. based. I think. Oh I think um, that one is probably sugar based. <laughs> it has to. Have, yeah, it's mayonnaise and sugar with food coloring. Yes. So good. Um, uh, however, okay, I, there's no. This is open ended because you have to. You. It's like one of those memes where it's like pick for me. Yeah. Row, right. Right. You know, or like, yeah. This. Which this one would you live this forever? Fries, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So hands down, if it's if I had to pick one where I couldn't have anything else ever again, it'd be I couldn't give up Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Yeah. Oh, it's, I grew up there. Oh, that is yeah. Crazy. I know you ha- you might have too much, but like I'm just thinking like if I couldn't have it again, there, you know, if I had to pick one, yeah. you can't have any other fast food. I'm like, you know, we can, you can get French fries and burgers at restaurants. Sure. Oh, I see. Like I see. Certain, and I know you can go to a Mexican restaurant, but you can't get like Taco Bell flavors. <laughs> you can't so. get the Chipotle chicken burrito. <laughs> I'm telling you. What about Chipotle? Uh, well, I don't consider that, is that fast food? Yeah. I mean, if you threw that in there, then it's over. I think it's I fast mean, food. No, I would call it fast food. Okay. Why wouldn't you call it fast food? Um, no just like Subway, you know, fast food. I guess yeah. I guess I just think it's too fancy. Although it's good food, fast. It's, so, yeah. No, I, I, I honestly, probably in my brain, I elevate that to actual real food, like <laughs> not fast food. So if I it was, if that's in the mix, oh, yeah, it's in then the mix. it's Chipotle hands down. Really? Easily, easily. That's like if if I have. Any need to have something quick? I'm always like to my wife. I'm like, uh, you want to get Chipotle? You just use the word quick, so like fast, fast food. Yeah, okay, all right. Just it's oh, it's quick quality. food. It's the quality. Uh, it is. When you say definitely. fast food, I do not think you know that good a yeah. quality. Uh, so this episode I, is sponsored by. However, Chipotle. I gotta throw one more in first. Yeah, he, we Are said one, done? but he's Are gonna do six talking? of them. No, <laughs> because if it's a sandwich, and again, if I love Jesus, and I love Chick Fil A. But the hot chicken sandwich from Popeyes from Popeyes is really by far never had it. I haven't had it yet. I should probably have it. The best. I would have to say I am really torn between uh, Chipotle and uh, Chick Fil A. But mm. if I had to choose, I'd say Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A chicken yeah. strip. There was a time I just did this picture of him being like sponsored, <laughs> like he's a like race a, car driver. Yeah, exactly. Like he's got like little all patches, <laughs> student pastors. All yeah, they get a stipend from yep. Chick Fil A. Send everybody our way, and there's yeah. something in it for you. Well, you know, the, one of the greatest things I just remembered was when uh, the, what's the pizza place that you the pizza little, buffet place? Little Caesars. No, 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 not buffet place. Uh, Cece's Pizza. Yes. yes, I call it something else, and it's not not a good thing to call it. But back when they first opened locally. They gave pastors a pass to come in anytime they want, and it was the great. Like the pizza wasn't great. It's like kind of like wait, wait, cardboard wait. and cheese, but it was Cece's. Like, yes, yeah. but it was okay. free. I totally tuned out, but I knew when you said cardboard and cheese, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was free. Oh and yeah, the you apple, could get a pass. Is that why you used to take me there all the time? Yeah, when you were right. mentoring me. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, where do you want to go? Let's go to Cece's. I was like, oh, just so nice. <laughs> so. We did. We did used to go to that one in Streetsville yeah. with, with like students too. Yeah. And yeah, it was. You would like you take a bite and you'd be like, "This isn't good, but I can have as much as I want." Right. We used to go in there and have like competitions to see who did the most. <laughs> you did like twenty five slices. Oh no, yes. no, 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 no! That's Jesus. and pay for it. For You'll end up paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> I meant, yeah, I meant physically, yeah, not like, so. Best yeah. French fries, and since we're talking about food, uh, we're you know we're rallies. Gonna, 
Rallies. Oh, well, Not- does Five Guys count? Really? I don't like Five uh, Guys fries. Food. Their fries uh, are real good. I'm not a Five Guys fan. They're like homemade fries that were thrown in an oven. No, they and were rallies. thrown into a pile of grease and then put and then, into a bag. Yes. Like, here you go. <laughs> dripping. Which, I mean, okay. Rally's fries are probably still dripping. Judge much, guys? But why not, why not curly fries from Arby's? Because oh, those are a, so it's good. It's a toss-up between those two. Those are, those are an anomaly. They should have a subcategory. Oh, I got you. I think those and waffle fries from Chick-fil-A should be in a separate category. Because they're not, not the same. All right, seasoned waffle fries are great. <laughs> There's a sit-down restaurant that has them. I'm like, oh. And then you get the house ranch. And you oh, get- house mm. ranch is. Mm. <laughs> Every episode we talk about food. Waffle yeah. fries are awesome because you Did can. Did you just say episode? Episode, <laughs> yeah. That's how I do, man. For the real ones that have been here since yeah. the first one. The OGs. <laughs> you can like fold them in half and you can dip uh, so much sauce yeah. with a waffle fry. It's unreal. All 140 calories. <laughs> yeah, you can get 140 <laughs> calories per waffle fry. Um, so good. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like you've. Uh, I'm currently on a diet and can't have any fries. I know, so. like I'm, <laughs> and now we're gonna address the fact that I'm 41 and I'm not allowed to eat this food <laughs> except for once in a blue moon. Uh, oh, you're uh, not? Chipotle is uh, is fair game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, if you take away, I guess well, <laughs> Five Guys doesn't count. Although I Ugh. think their fries are very good. Really? Yeah, Gross. you know it's this weird thing like they're actually made from potatoes, uh, fresh. There, like that's they're the not problem. just made Ooh. in some factory, frozen and then deep fried again. Yeah, it's like a commercial. with dairy in them. You know, like <laughs> McDonald's fries have dairy in wow. them. They do. Did you <laughs> call them out? They're like mashed that. potatoes inside of a container. <laughs> I've watched the Super Size Me. It doesn't bother bad. you. They never go back. Can we? Can, can, um, we're pretty deep into this, but can we also talk about my theory that everybody in the world loves chicken nuggets? No matter how much they say yeah. they hate them, I'm like, yeah. in your deep, yeah. dark place of your yeah. soul, you love chicken right. nuggets. You don't care that they're made from pink goop. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I love chicken nuggets. <laughs> Favorite sauce at McDonald's? Oh. Hot mustard sauce. Oh, me. barbecue. Hot mustard. Buffalo. Yeah. Buffalo, buffalo and ranch. Buffalo and ranch yeah. is really what it is. You, yeah. you the I didn't even know they had buffalo sauce in just the good old barbecue. Just, That's. I mean, I would like buffalo ranch. I did not know they had <laughs> buffalo sauce at ranch. At ranch. Oh. At ranch. In the episode. Pepper, so we would love to hear what your favorite truck. restaurant is. And, and uh, <laughs> one of these days, there will be comments on our posts, and it will be exciting. And we have maybe one or two, but uh, love to hear that. And maybe, maybe what we'll do is, if we have enough comments, maybe we'll pick a favorite comment and send them a gift card to their favorite restaurant <laughs> i think that this probably would stir up the most controversy yeah <laughs> people are very passionate yeah, about that's their, true like, well you trashed taco bell when i said it <laughs> like you were like really yeah well because i've been there i was there for many many years i know uh, but if i throw I down I that shredded it. mini chicken quesadilla in front of you you tell me you're not yeah, eating no, it. i eat it i eat it <laughs> Well, we had a question on Sunday for our pre-service was whether uh, Twix or Kit Kat, and it caused <laughs> division in the body. Like there were these two people that were really vocal and loud while we're trying to continue on with the pre-service and like, no, you can't have a mint Twix. It's got to either, I mean, a mint Kit Kat has got to be the regular Kit Kat or regular Twix. And then I'm like left or right Twix. And that started like, it was fun. It was the most engagement we had on our pre-service yeah. It was great. Then I was like, Twix are disgusting. Why are we, why are we even talking about Twix? Yeah, you just wait until you see who's like more passionate, yeah. and then you trash just it. poke, poke. You're like, aren't they both chocolate and some stuff in the middle? Caramel, like, though, You'd eat them caramel both. Caramel and Twix. Yeah. Caramel. Caramel. I don't say caramel. I say caramel. I say caramel. Yeah. <laughs> Creek. Crick. <laughs> 
I think we're doing all this lighthearted stuff because we yes. know we have a serious. Yeah, topic that's exactly to right. <laughs> that's exactly right. We are uh, a week, a little less than a week out from. If you're in America and listening, some of you are not in America and listening, but uh, we're about a week out from a presidential election, and I'm sure many of us are uh, feeling the weight of that as uh, we walk through these days and even months and even debates and all these things. And social media has certainly helped in our day-to-day life. Wink, wink. Uh, but as we're talking today, we want to talk through some of these things because for all of us, it's not a settled thing. It's a struggle. Uh, we are not, just so we're clear, and we'll probably say it more than once, we are not endorsing any candidate. Even if you think by inference we're endorsing a candidate, <laughs> uh, we are not endorsing a candidate. Our heart and our goal is, whether it's this presidential election or another election or another thing, how do we as Christ followers walk out our faith in these different arenas? How do we make an impact in our culture as a Christ follower? And so that's kind of where our discussion is going today, and uh, that's why we had to be real fun at the beginning because it's gonna <laughs> we're gonna shift gears. So for you guys, for us, you know, how do we, as Christ followers, how do we navigate this 2020 election? How do we look at this? How do we do this? Uh, what's this look like? So I think that. Um just as an opening statement, I there's you have two minutes of uh, uninterrupted. <laughs> yeah, where's my mute button? Yeah, you need it. Um, <laughs> no, I think that we've uh, you know I think another thing to open uh, people's you know give them a little peek behind the scenes here is that we have talked about this quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ourselves and we uh, myself personally even I wasn't at a place where I think I could talk about it and be level headed, so to say. I was just trying to sort through it, and I think. Uh, it's forced me for the first time, probably in my yeah. I mean, not that I don't I would vote without thinking, but it's it's been the first time in my life where I've really had to say, okay, is this my emotionalism? Am I am I feeling? Am I just getting caught up in my feelings? It's been a weird year. Mm-hmm. It's been, you know we've yeah. been locked in our houses for a period <laughs> of time, and and everyone's feeling alienated, and everybody's fighting. You know, on social yeah. media, myself included, for a season, as I've been pretty transparent about. Um, you know, I've backed away from that completely, and it's been healthy. Um, <laughs> but it's forced me to look into some of the things I think we're going to talk about today, which are the the deeper things and the things that keep us rooted. Which is, um, it's not my um, choice of president getting elected that gives me hope. It's Christ who gives me hope. Right. And, um, yeah. And many of the things I think we're going to get into. So that's just an opening thought of mine uh, and a challenge to people there. As I, I was saying, we're under a week away. Many people have voted. You know, your ballots have been cast. And that's, I think, one of the things we want to say today is however you voted is however you voted. I think our challenge would be if you haven't, um, and if you did, hopefully you went approached it this way, which is bring God into that equation in yeah. the sense of give me wisdom um, today, Lord, for the decision I have to make today or next Tuesday or whatever it is you vote, not mm-hmm. just um, identifying, so to say, with well, this is what I have to do because I'm a follower of Christ. I don't have a choice. Well, no, yeah, you know, you have a choice. So I think that's part of it. Like we're we're maybe going to yeah. challenge people today to be a little bit more open minded and not so bought into maybe a system. Yeah, you know, I think one of the one of the things is especially something. That hopefully, we'll talk about some this morning is. As a Christ follower, you need to understand that there are Christ followers on both sides of the aisle. And 
those Christ followers on both sides of the aisle will both use Scripture. They'll both use the Bible. They'll both view things from a biblical perspective as they then support a particular side. And you cannot be as a Christ follower, and we'll talk about this as we as we continue going on, differing opinions and, and, and stuff like that. As a Christ follower, you cannot say, well, this is the only way. And when you say that, this is the only way that I can vote. When you say that, it almost kind of brings out this false idea of where your confidence is. And... Um, I feel like as you look at political parties, the whole idea of this of political system and political parties is that you have two different groups of people with certain ideologies and certain methods of promising to deliver people into a better way of life and deliver them from um, eroding political issues. And they're... they're all of these promises of things that that's going to make your life better. And that ultimately sounds a whole lot like uh, something as Christ followers that we already have. We, we've ar- yeah. already been promised that there is a better way to live your life. There is a better way to live within your community. And there's a better way to have a community that makes an impact in your culture and to people. So, and that should ultimately be where our confidence lies, is in that mindset, in that kingdom that God has given us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we say, well, this is the only way that I can vote, this is the only side of the aisle that I can support, it undermines and begins to, I guess, erode the, the power of God working in and through your life to ultimately transform your community. And I think one of the things we need to do is kind of maybe break down some of the flaws Mm. within the idea of really looking to one particular political party for all of the answers. And I think when we can understand and be open-minded enough to understand that one political, one side does not hold all of the answers and it never will, that Christianity, true biblical Christianity will never fit into one side of the political party, no matter what. Yeah. That it, it ultimately supersedes, that it's, right. it's God's kingdom first, and then these political parties are down here somewhere. <laughs> and something we talked about beforehand, and something that I heard somebody say this past week that really hit me, is that if you're walking into this year's election, and it's not a hard decision for you, and really if you walk into any year, and it's not a hard decision and something that you need to sit down and you need to think about, man, where does this align with my values as a Christ follower? Where does this align with what God calls me to do in this new way of life that should affect me by the power of the gospel? Um, then there might be a problem. Mm-hmm. And I think that that may, may either be built on false ideas or may be built around uh, apathy, because this is what I've always done. Um, yeah, I don't know where. Yeah, we should care about America. We should care about our country. Right. But America is not God's kingdom. And I think sometimes we've gotten that upside down, where we yeah. think yeah. that we are God's chosen people because we're America and we're in a democracy, and that's what God wants is us. Right. And we are God's chosen people. And we we need to understand that that's... And we talked about this in 
past conversations, but the reality is the more that culture in, in America gets further away from a biblical idea, an ideal, the things that we say as truth and our truth in the Word of God are going to become very incongruent, there's that word again, <laughs> with our culture to the point that the things that we say that are truth and are truth are going to be revealed, or not so right, it's going to be relayed, going to be received as hate speech. Like, how dare mm-hmm. you tell me that I can't do this thing, that I, you, that I can't identify a certain way, that I can't... Um, have this certain relationship based on whatever the Bible says. The Bible doesn't even talk about it. No, it does talk about it, and this is what it says. Look right here. But it also talks about other things, so we're not singling, singling that out. But eventually, the thing when we begin to speak truth into a culture that is walking in darkness, the light is not going to be well received. I mean, Jesus said that in John chapter 1, you can't, he came to the light... Uh, but his own did not receive him, like the Israelites didn't receive him, but those who did receive him uh, gave the right to become children of God and all those things. But understanding that, like, I'm, I go for a walk too early in the morning, <clears throat> and I was there are times along the bike path where I'm walking and there's lights all around me, and then I see where the light kind of stops and it's dark. And I'm like, <laughs> and then I'm thinking in my mind, like, bobcat, like, <laughs> wild animal, like, I'm going to die. And then I get into that darkness, and I look around, and my eyes adjust. I'm like, well, the darkness isn't so bad. I'm not saying this as a positive thing. I'm saying it as that we can be walking in darkness, and we can justify, and we can kind of adjust to it, and so the darkness doesn't seem as dark as it once was. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, this isn't so bad. I mean, I, I use this as an example. Like, go way, way back when Jerry Springer first came on the air, <laughs> and you're like, this is crazy. Like, why would like I can't watch? And then you're after a while, like, that's not so bad. I mean. You know, just because he's doing that with her and then she's with that. I mean, I get it. You know. Right. In this darkness, we kind of, we as followers of Christ have come accustomed to the darkness that we don't really take a strong stand at times on things that we should take a strong stand on. And that we have allowed the darkness to almost seem like light in our eyes where it's kind of like, oh, it's not that bad. Or it's not. That standing for Christ is going to look upside down from this world, and it's going to be more and more apparent as the years and days and whatever you want to say go on, that it's it's going to be like, yeah, you, to the point that you might not even be cool, quote unquote, anymore to those around you, and, and are we okay with that? That we should be not an American church, we should be the expression of the church in America, but we can't equate America with Christianity. <laughs> we try to do that, we right. try to legislate that, and we try to say, well, this is what we're going to try to make this in a, a Christian nation instead of saying, I'm going to be a Christian in this nation. Right. And that's the key, one of the keys in voting and walking this out, that I would be a believer no matter what happens, no matter who's in the White House, no matter who's in the Senate, no matter who's in Congress, that I would walk out being a Christ follower on social media in my life no matter what is happening because God is sovereign, God is in control. Yeah. And I'm going to trust that God knows what he's... He can run the world. <laughs> right. I will, by his power, walk in his strength to, to walk out my faith so that if Christianity is um, not legalized, the other word. Illegal. <laughs> Banned. Illegalized. Uh, illegalized. That, that, it, that God is not somehow lost, <laughs> that, that this is somehow an injustice. I mean, I don't want that, but it doesn't mean I stop being a Christ follower. Right. Um. Wow, you said a lot there. Uh, a lot. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about that. Going. 
so many times recently I've had to say to people, you realize the Bible was written before we were a nation. <laughs> yeah. you know, what? Like, like we were... Wait, it wasn't written about me. <laughs> right. And so when you uh, interpret the entirety of what God is doing sure. to the activity in America, yeah. it is a very unbiblical view of the world. And it's a very yeah. limiting view of the God you yes. belong to and serve. Um that there are there are great things happening around the world in other countries that have different political systems than we do. There are atrocities happening mm-hmm. around the world and have been going on for years. If we talk even about, you know, single single issue voters, of course we should do whatever we can um to protect What's, that mean? What's a single issue. So I'm a, I'm going to be I'm pro life and therefore I will only vote for okay. the party that supports that or I'm um, it, it pick any other issue. Pro-choice or either side. Ex- of that. Either side. Like, you can yeah, be either yeah. side, right? And so if I'm, pro- then I have to vote with that party. And and I would say, you know, there are nations that, uh, you know, are continually um, slaughtering mm-hmm. infants, sure, um, and, and newborns, and that's disgusting, and it's um, tears me apart as a person. But that only points us to the fact that these are fallen. Yeah. individuals yeah. and that yeah. they are humans leading nations and there's only one king <laughs> yeah. and that is God yeah. and it's Christ yeah. and he's the the one above all things that we say you know that he lived on this life uh, lived on this earth and died on the cross and he was raised from the dead so that he could be exalted to that high place and the name that's above that uh every name yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of a reference i want to give a reference right now but i'm just spitting off the top of my head but he, like he alone holds immortality mm. that's and he's the king one and only king of kings yeah. lord of lords and he holds everything in the universe together including this election right <laughs> you know right. and and yet um i think the reason we're talking about it today is like everything else it's it's becoming a cause of division yeah yeah that you you know, we're again. If you're listening and you don't know, my church is in a very rural, um, you know, part of Northeast Ohio where we have very little diversity at all in our community. You know, we're ninety nine point nine or ninety nine point seven percent Caucasian, something crazy like that, and uh, therefore we're very much a single party voting sure. out here. And we had to explain to people in our church that we partner with two really awesome churches, um, one Garfield Heights and one now in the uh, in Huff in the east side of Cleveland. And we're like, those brothers and sisters of you mm. vote almost categorically different than you. Mm. And they love Jesus. Yep. <laughs> and in heaven, you're going to be, you know, when, or when Christ returns and yeah. makes this thing right, you're going to be with them for eternity. And uh, if God... <laughs> can accept them as a son or daughter, you should be able to accept them as a brother or right. sister. Yeah. And I think something else uh, to bring up, because I've seen this a lot, at least in my Facebook feed, I feel like this is all I see, that if you don't vote um, Republican, we'll just say this, if you don't vote Republican, that must mean that you fully support the killing of of babies. And mm. yeah. that's not true. <laughs> nor does your vote for the president of the United States have any significant impact on the abortion rates in America. If you go back in the last 20 years and you look at the statistics, um, the abortion rate has done nothing but fallen, um, no matter what president 
has been in office, and it fell the most under the eight years of Obama. And um, so to go out and to, to land blast other people that have a different view than you do, even though they, they follow Jesus, um, is not okay. And to make statements that are not extremely educated and not fully understanding the full scope of of the statement is, is not okay either, especially if somebody that follows Christ, because then you're simply causing division and it's not really accomplishing anything. Mm. Another thing to look at is the most impact that you can have in the abortion rates in America is your state and local governments. Yeah. Like that makes the biggest impact. And also even defunding Planned Parenthood does not, it, it, it probably makes a worse impact because mm-hmm. the reason that abortion rates have fallen in the United States is because of Planned Parenthood and the, um, all of the, 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 the support and the birth controls and all of that is the yeah. reasoning behind the fallen abortion rates in America. And that's something, yeah. take those as facts. Um, right. Because <laughs> because you God, yeah. you're not advocate. You're not I'm not like, advocating. Like, I'm, I'm exactly. throwing out. This is one of those facts. moments that we talked about. Yeah, right? yeah. This is one of those. Moments. I know what Nate's talking about right now. Just in case you heard that, and uh, he's not saying, uh, and therefore he's a supporter and donor. That is to not. Yes, that is not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, and this is to prove a point. This is to prove the point that yeah. as you look at somebody over there, that you say, well. I don't agree with them in the way yeah. that they vote or the way that they support X, Y, Z. You, as somebody that follows Jesus, you have the responsibility to understand where they're coming from, mm-hmm. especially if it's another believer. You can't just simply land blast them mm-hmm. with the latest um, one-liner simply because you don't understand <laughs> where they're coming from or you don't even understand some of the facts. And that's just something that I guess I want to say. Another thing... Uh, back to some things that Paul says. Uh, there's there's two verses that, that kind of come to mind. One is, uh, f- yeah, for 2 Corinthians 10, he talks about really not being of this world. And he says, um, I guess verse 3, uh, 2 Corinthians 10, verse 3, he says, For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but to have divine power to destroy strongholds. And really coming back to this idea that we don't, we don't war in the flesh of this world. Like that's not the point. Like we're missing the point that we are not, as people that follow Jesus, we should be not earthly minded in waging war in these earthly things that we need to win, but we need to understand from a higher level that we are kingdom minded and we need to understand that, yes, humanity is fallen. And yes, we don't really have, like, there's nothing in and of ourselves, especially within government, that we can find all of these answers to fix all of these horrible, horrendous problems. And that goes back to the first thing of us putting our confidence in government to say, well, they're going to solve these problems based on their promises and that Christianity must agree with this side or this side. Um, another verse that I was thinking of, um, let me see, where is it? 
Oh, uh, just the whole idea that... Sorry, that was probably loud. Uh, <laughs> uh, you just better not be taking my verse. It is. What, am I taking... What is your verse? It's in Philippians. Oh, then I'm not taking yours. All uh, right, go ahead. Then Roman, I'll, I'll Ro- allow it. Go ahead. You have 30 more seconds. <laughs> uh, Romans 13, like remembering that, yeah. that God is sovereign, yeah. which, which yeah. Mike brought up, and I think even yeah. you brought up, that God is sovereign and God knows what's going on. If you look all the way down through the Bible and all the horrible things that happened in the Bible from government, God knew, and God had it all under control. And even in those times, Paul writes to the Romans Mm. in Rome, and he (laughs) says, he says, let every person be subject to the governing authorities. So this matter, no matter who wins, no matter what political party uh, reigns, whether they reign the House, the Senate, and all of it, doesn't matter. Uh, let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God. And those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities <laughs> resists what God has appointed. And those who resist will incur judgment. Um, we could keep going, but I'm not going to read all of it. If you want more, just keep reading chapter 13. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he he follow he caps all that off with ultimately as Jesus followers we should we should rule by love and that we have these overriding principles of love. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll be done now, Mike. You can <laughs> Sorry, no uh, uh, time. I, time. As you were talking, you know, one of the things that comes uh, to mind is um, if we go back to the what's happening today with uh, that we what we're seeing and experiencing, I think is people giving oversimplified answers mm, to highly yes. nuanced and complex situations and, 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 and questions. And that is, um, and I, I think it's leveraged. I, I, let me give you my, uh, my overall view of politics. I'm incredibly cynical. Uh, I've always have been, um, because they're humans, um, yeah. much in the same way with, a, with no accountability in your local church, if there's a very low amount of accountability yep. and a low, um, you know, uh, authority structure, then you should be very leery of that. And, and I, and I think we, we submit ourselves to, um, you know, elder boards and, mm-hmm. and to authority structures because the heart is deceitfully wicked yep. and we can, we can quickly with well-intentioned beginnings, find ourselves a different and, you know, a different endpoint that we ever envisioned. Um, and so, um, power, is corrupting absolute power corrupts absolutely <laughs> you know these things of uh people the positions they get into when you, we speak of rome we we mm-hmm. speak of rome because when you're god you know i'm just i'm, I'm gonna be preaching in philippians and mm-hmm. uh, philippi was founded that was like a last great battle uh between the conspirators that overthrew augustus you know like at to brute that kind of thing <laughs> brutus was part of the conspirators and there was a triumvirate and they're fighting and um Philippi was like this battleground where, you know, Caesar had been declared God Hmm. on earth and therefore people were commodities sure, and they could do what they wanted. So, you know, this is not new. I guess that's why I go down that road. This is not new. People in authority, um, I don't envy them actually, because if you had the authority that they had, it would, without, you know, complete submission to God, you know, it's very difficult to live out these principles. It's a beautiful thing when you see people that have that position submitted to God and behave in a Christ-like manner. It has such power for the gospel. Um, 
but yeah, we cannot give overly simplified answers to highly complex things. We have to yeah. be able to, the first step as believers, I think if we're going to give you things to take away, yeah. one of the things I would say to take away is, and something I've had to take away is, this is not easy. <laughs> this <laughs> is not black and white. Uh, the false dichotomies are what you were talking about earlier, whereas if I say this way, <laughs> you know, if I say this, then it means that I totally support this yeah. or that, you know, the opposite thing. And it's like, no, 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 no. There's a long line of positions between not supporting this one and fully endorsing. If we use pro-life, pro-choice again, there's a long way between saying, I do not, I'm not going to vote for this candidate, even though they support life. And I, that's my heart to support life. There is such a gulf, Mm. (laughs) an expanse between that and me going, Oh, I'm totally pro-choice now. You know, you know, I mean, really, (laughs) but you know, so that, that's a really scary thing to go, go down. So yeah, I, I, that's the one thing that I was, as you were speaking, I'm like, I'm, I'm right there with it and I'm learning, um, as a follower of Christ, uh, man, I just watched the way Jesus interacted with the people of his day and he did not give just the opposite answer. (laughs) He spoke, right. I mean, he spoke in parables. He, they, he wouldn't give them the answer they wanted that they expected. And he also wouldn't just say, Anarchy, you know, yeah, it's right. going to be different. Right. He would like he would show them. Yeah. Uh, do you not with your soldiers take grain? Mm-hmm. Like, do you not? Yeah. You do that. Like he would point out things to say. See, there's these gray areas yeah. as you talk about. Yeah. There's these gray areas in life where you do this too, and mm-hmm. just because I choose different than you, you go, that's bad because you're doing it. And so plank spec, all these things in the Bible <laughs> right. start to come up. You know? What? Yeah, but um. Yeah, that was one of the things, a point I wanted to make right now is like, we cannot give overly simplified answers to complex situations. It, yeah. We should make a difference too, in the sense that, okay, you talk about the higher, the federal level, state level. I think about local organizations like Akron Pregnancy Services. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that it's my job to go stand in front of an abortion clinic and spew hate. I don't know that Jesus would be hanging out at an abortion <laughs> clinic yeah. spewing hate. Right. Uh, I think he would be loving people. I think he stood at a, at a well and talked to a woman. Yeah. I think he uh, talked to religious leaders and, <laughs> and, and, and received them and, and had conversations and talked to an adulterous woman and stood up for her and told right. her, you know, don't go and sin no more kind of thing. And so I think we can make a difference. We don't have to just use our words in the sense of like, don't do this, but I'm going to put action, but I'm going to go adopt this, uh, a person that's, uh, that's being born that that the parents don't want personally, right. like a kid, a child, uh, whatever those words are. Uh, We're not or, judging you. Now. <laughs> I know yeah. one of those things, uh, which is not a thing. Uh, or you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna support Akron Pregnancy Services, our church this year, and it's not the pat ourselves on the back, but like our there's a life group in our church is excited about supporting right. Akron Pregnancy Services and buying diapers and wipes and all those kind yeah. of things and open it up to the church. Like, let's make a difference for those moms who say. I'm choosing life and I need help. Yeah. Like yeah. make a difference. Sure. And I think that that's much more, because often we, we check a box to vote for, say in this case, pro-life. And we think, oh, we've done our job. I'm so good. Yeah. I'm awesome. Right. I'm so awesome. As yeah. opposed to, I'm going to make a, a tangible difference in the life of moms. Uh, I'm going to reach out to a single mom or a single dad. I'm going to invest in their lives as opposed to, no, 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 I, I voted for pro-life. So I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's, it's Christians living that way and living that out that will, one, make an impact in the community and will ultimately make an impact 
in the nation, which will ultimately make an impact in the world. Yeah. But it's also Christians walking that out and walking out what you talked about and walking out what Paul talks about in Romans, that if if Christians all over America walked out Romans 13 and walked out Philippians and walked out real tangible actions, uh, I think it would cause America as a whole, especially many of the people that are torn and divided in the country right now over who to vote for, over what to do, they would look at Christianity and say, man, I want the hope that they have and that they can say, yeah, I'm going to vote for whoever I feel best aligns with what what God says, and it's all okay. It's all good, no matter who wins. Right. It's all good. I have zero fear. I have all the hope in the world, uh, and now I can walk and I can live my life in a way that affects other people in a positive way. That if Christians live that way, they would not just make a tangible impact. They would make um, they would make a mental impact on mm-hmm. people. Uh, they, they would say, "Wow, what are they trusting? They're obviously not trusting in our current political system and our per- current political climate or economical climate. They're trusting in something, and their confidence is in something much higher." And but the problem is, is we have a whole bunch of Christians that have put their confidence in the political system for their American rights. And that has made a horrible negative impact on our community and the way that they view believers. And in turn, the way that they view God and the way that they view Jesus. And that's a problem. Now you're preaching. Um, <laughs> Gone from preaching to meddling is what I think. Sorry. Uh, that, no, you're, that's, no, that's a problem, though. Yeah, and yeah. that above all, we should put our confidence in Jesus. We're just letting you talk. Uh, <laughs> And then yeah. as we do that, and even as we vote, um, we should do that with humility, always with humility. Uh, Ephesians chapter 4, uh, walk in a manner worthy of the calling in which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, mm-hmm. with patience. And then the last part, this, you know, really interacting with other people, bearing one yeah. another in love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. In that, as we vote, um, no matter who it's for, whoever you feel best aligns with the ideas of Jesus and the ideas of the New Testament church and the ideas of uh, love and what God has called us to do, you should still, even after that, walk out with humility, saying, yeah, this is who, this is maybe where I align, but even if you align maybe on the other side, it's okay. Well, I think the struggle um, that people have today is they'll say, Nate, I hear you. And Mike, I hear you. Joe, I hear you. I agree with you. But I look at the two prominent candidates <laughs> and I can't, I have a difficulty aligning yeah. with either of them, I, even choosing either of them. Like there's, right. I've heard many people say there's not really a good choice yeah. and I'm going to choose the lesser of two evils. You know, what do you right. say to somebody that says that's not. Like oh, I'm on crazy one end or the other. Like you, I'm gonna kill anybody that's not kind of attitude and say, I just don't know, and I don't know how to make an informed. Do I just am I better off just not to vote? Am I better off just say, God, I'm gonna trust whatever happens, <laughs> or am I, is there something that I should do? And what advice do you give to somebody like that? I would, I guess, I would say that one, you're in a great place. Like, like you're in a place where I think a believer should be that a believer should look at this year's election and say, there is not a great choice. Um, 
I mean, that's that's a, Nate's opinion. Thank that's you. my opinion. <laughs> okay. That is definitely my opinion. Okay. Um, but I would say you're in a good spot because I think in where you're at right now, you need to remember that Christians and Christianity does not and will not ever fit directly into a political party. Period. Doesn't matter. So what do I do? That's so what the, do you do? What do I do? Is I would say that you look at the life of Jesus. You look at what Jesus spoke about and what Jesus said that as the church and as a community of believers, this is what's going to make the greatest impact in your community from a kingdom-minded perspective. And remember that no politician in our current state is going to have a kingdom-minded perspective and say, okay, these are the principles in which Jesus told me to live and operate. Now, as I look at the policies of our current political parties, which political party this year in this moment do I believe will best align with the principles that Jesus taught? And then say, okay, with humility, I'm going to vote this way. And it's not 100% right, and it's not 100% wrong, because it will never be 100% He's right. He's actually running for office next He's week. He's like so. sub-point 4A. <laughs> then if uh, that is a yes, if a yes is a yes, then you go chart. to point it's C. A flow, yeah. no, it's a flow chart. Flow chart. <laughs> and that's the whole thing is you can't go into it, and you can't say all right, this is the right answer, because it's yeah, not. I know that's kind of the point of the question. It's so, not right. the right answer. I have answer. an answer. I, Go ahead. Oh, oh, the right overly answer. Simplify. No, I'm so overly yeah, please simplify. oversimplify for me <laughs> and tell me option A, option B. No, I don't have an answer. That's uh, just a joke. But I I do think, I I, I mean, what, we do want to give people yes, practical things. And, and what we're, I guess the best we can do right here is we're going to say, here's where we've settled, which is it's an option. Right, because I don't think we we said before we won't endorse a candidate. Sure. Yeah. And we also I don't think can mandate or say this is what you should do. Shouldn't. Yeah. Um. You obviously there's overriding principles that are way up high, which are you should pray. Obviously, it sounds yeah. cheesy, but you should pray and you should let your conscience be clean before God of what you're going to do. Now, before the previous election, somebody and I won't quote them because I can't say for sure, but it was a prominent. Uh, Christian figure wrote an article um, that was referring to what you're doing in the booth. And this really affected me. And it was, it said in the purest form, your vote is an endorsement of a person Hmm. for the job. And their, their, their challenge that they left like hanging there before you at the end of this article that again, five years ago, four years ago, I was reading said, can you endorse this person? Hmm. And, and you're not in, you're not hiring a pastor. You're hiring the president. It's a yeah. political role. Different. But can you endorse that? Like, is this a person that you can say, I, I get behind? And the challenge that they made was, if you can't, and you can't do it for either side, do you trust that God is sovereign enough yeah. for you to not vote? Because people say, I can't. If I don't, or if I, vote, if I vote for this, or I vote third party, it's really a vote for this other person. So you're still in the game. And if you cannot do that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, with a clear conscience, if you couldn't endorse one of those two people and and you really believe in your heart that there's conflict, is God sovereign enough yeah. for you to leave this election in the hands of other people that feel passionate about it? Because Romans 13 mm. and Hebrews 13 would yeah. say, and many other places in the Bible would yeah. say, those people don't exist and they don't hold those offices apart from the hand of God yep. and that his sovereignty is over it. So if they, if they elect, <laughs> you know, me <laughs> sure you know like it doesn't matter who the person is in that role it matters don't i should be careful i say it doesn't matter that it matters it matters obviously because they're going to pass policy it matters because we're going to but 
ultimately, if they get in there, the person you don't want gets elected and they pass policies that are anti uh, to the movement of the church and they hinder us and they bring persecution into us, then that still falls under God's plan and his sovereignty. And so we... We didn't really use the term here, but I'm going to bring it up late in the game just to say it. This is what we're talking about when we, I think we haven't said it, Christian nationalism. Yep. And that is, this is a Christian nation, and it was founded by Christian people, and we need a Christian in the office. And we're like, no, you need a king on the throne. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and you have that in Christ Jesus. And anything that happens on this earth pales in comparison to his power and his authority, which is limitless, which knows no ends. And therefore, I'll wake up next Wednesday, which I've heard we may have to wait months for an election result anyway, <laughs> but I'll wake up um, and I'll say, okay, it's, it's Wednesday. Yeah. The and sun's coming a, up. And there's a day yep, yep, yep. that is here for me to get up and go serve the Lord. Yep. Whoever's in office. Um, a really bad example <laughs> was, uh, I mean, when we're talking about politics to bring it way down, uh, David Platt mm-hmm. has a great minute and 40 second video, I think on YouTube. And it talks about where your affections lie. And he uses Alabama and Auburn football and he's in the South <laughs> yeah. and he, he does it in a much better way than me. But he says to yes. his congregation, have you seen it? Yeah. yeah. He says, you know, the game happens. And if you wake up and your team wins and you wake up the next day with a little extra skip in your step, then you've placed your hope in yep. something lesser than what you should be in. And that one hit me like a punch in the gut because I'm a Buckeyes fan. You know? <laughs> that there's been to, or a Browns fan. They win. Yeah. Monday just feels better. Yeah. I go, I'm putting my affections yep. and my hope in these the, things, which leads me to the I verse think, I wanted to read. Oh. So if you yeah. can't interrupt the Bible. Yeah, enough, go ahead. Uh, enough go ahead. mic time there, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so it is Philippians 3, and it, starting in 17, and it says... You know, Paul says, and join me in imitating and imitate Paul in his way of life. He says, keep your eyes on those who who walk according to the example you have in us. So look to godly figures. And 18, he says, for many of whom I've often told you, uh, I've often told you and now tell you even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is their destruction. Their God is their belly. And their glory is their shame with their minds set on earthly things. Mm-hmm. Verse 20. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. Therefore, my brothers, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown stand firm, thus in the Lord, my beloved. And it's just... This world is not our home. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we are aliens when we put ourselves as sons and daughters to the king. And therefore, our hope and our glory and our joy and our peace and our security and all that cannot, it cannot be, elect, it cannot be affected by an election. Never will be. And that was something mm-hmm. for me. From the, I became a believer right after my first election cycle. <laughs> like I, I voted <laughs> once, then I became a believer. And literally, I've never let this bring me too high or too low. And that's what maybe is prompting us to have these discussions right now because we're seeing in the church um, a hyper-polarization yeah. of people, mm-hmm. and we're seeing a great amount of security, hope, and affection being put into a person, yep. my person or their person or you know whichever side you're on. And it's like, man, anytime we put that in anything other than Jesus— We've strayed. So my answer to what do you do? <laughs> Put your hope. I mean, yeah. sincerely, your hope 
your your all your dreams, your passions, your your contentment and your you know your joy. Let it be in Christ, and you can walk into that booth, and you can vote one way or the other or neither, and you can walk out knowing that regardless of the consequence yep. or the results, it does not matter. And that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the gospel going forward. That's the hope to the people that feel the despair in our political system to say, do you want a better way? There's a king <laughs> right. who's above these things. <laughs> right. Anyway, so now I'll stop on that one because I'm going to start going here. Preach. Start preaching. Yeah. I got to get a towel. <laughs> get my sweat. Gut. I'm just kidding. Does somebody have an organ? Yeah. <laughs> somebody play? Nate's learning how to play. Nate. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, but uh, I mean, that's that's... I think that would be, I know that was a long wind away, but that's my advice. I feel like what you're talking about, it's almost very similar to the idea of idolatry throughout the Bible. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think God has a lot to say about <laughs> about idolatry and yeah. the division, corruption, the, the overall just evilness um, of idolatry and how bad that is. But This is the drum, though, that we've been banging all through this COVID season, people yeah. just being right. up and down and things like that and, and decisions that are being made. And I've got to wear a mask or I hate wearing a mask <laughs> or you're the, like, that's the sign. The mark of the beast is the ma- all over the place. The point is that God is still on the throne. I still need to walk out what it means to be a Christ follower, no matter what's going on in the world. Yeah. One of the things we've talked about in our study in Titus is that we undermine the gospel when we... Um, when we say that we believe it, but we don't live it. When we say that we believe Scripture, but we don't walk it out. If we say right. that we do this, but then we're gonna we're gonna tear down people and we're gonna beat them up, or we're not gonna pray for our leaders or pray for wisdom or anything. That in, here it is again. That incongruency of, <laughs> of saying that I, I believe this thing, but I'm living something else. And that this all kind of distills down to this: that for an election, for my what I do at work or what I do in the community or what I do at church, that my life should reflect the heart of Christ in all that I'm doing. And so I need to pray. Right. I need to walk in his power. Paul talks about walking in the spirit. You won't gratify the desire the the desire of the sinful nature. Yeah. Uh, that I look at uh there's a bunch of verses that I was looking at, but like <laughs> Colossians chapter two, that he goes on about just what it looks like in the church that as God's chosen one, holy and dearly loved, put on compassion, kindness, humility gentleness and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a grievance against another, just as uh, other and forgiving one another, here it is, just as the Lord has forgiven you, <laughs> so you are to forgive. Above all, put on love, which is a perfect bond of unity. And it goes on and on and talking about these things that we have to get rid of our agenda mm-hmm. and align with God's agenda. Yeah. And knowing that Wednesday morning or a month from Wednesday, whenever it's <laughs> finally done, the sun is still going to come up. God is still on the throne, and it doesn't change how I live my life. Meaning, I should be living consistently by God's grace, by God's mercy, in God's power every day. No matter who's in the office, the Oval Office or White House, it's at the same place. No matter who's there. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> it was a quiz. Jeopardy. Answering a formal question. It doesn't change. Shouldn't change. <laughs> anything. And I, we have made it, we have almost allowed things to be compartmentalized in our life in such a way that I've got my church life, and then I've got my social media life, and I've got my work life, and I've got my home life, and I, those things don't interact, and they need to. In all areas of our lives, we need to be walking as a follower of Jesus, period, so that you don't have this discussion at the end of the day with, with 
I mean, this is a perfect world, I guess, if you say it this way, but that when it comes to voting, you're already walking this out saying, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray. I'm going to pray for my leaders. I'm going to trust. I'm going to ultimately, because in 13, Romans 13, what Paul is saying is that usurping the authority that is in place is really a, a, your reflection of what you really think about God. Right. And yeah. so understanding that how you treat leaders in position is really how you're treating God. Yeah. And that's important to remember because how many people have badmouthed any president, right. any person in authority, the governor, the mayor, all those people. And it's like, wait a minute, God has put those in, and he's saying in Romans 13, that if you, if you basically are, are, if you can say it this way, uh, tearing them down or bad-mouthing them, now, can you have an opinion? Can you have a thought? Can you like, man, that's, I mean, if, if Hitler was our president, we might have right. some thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and so there, it's, we just have to understand, as we've said a thousand times, that God is the one who's in control, and I need to trust him, and I need to walk as a follower of Christ no matter what's going on. Yeah. And I think if we can do that by his power, it will make some of these gray area decisions a lot easier. Yeah. Don't elevate uh, my preferences and my convictions to biblical commands is very important. Yeah. Because <laughs> we do that, and we say, well, this is my preference, but it's really on level, on par with the thou shalt not. And it's like, wait a minute. And that's where we get in arguments. And that's why sure. people are very passionate as opposed to saying, no, that's just my conviction. That's, right. that's my preference. And if I can see it in the right frame of mind, you have a preference. You have a conviction. Yeah. I don't have to punch you in the face because you don't have my <laughs> same conviction. But if right. we're all saying we're Christ followers and we say, well, my conviction or my preference supersedes biblical commands or biblical principles, then that's a problem. That We need to have that discussion. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, it's like one of these things where are we going to make this a two-hour? Uh, <laughs> well, no. We're at an hour. So. No, yeah. It's just, I think, uh, I honestly think we're going to have, um, we'll, we'll have a need to follow this up. You know, yeah. one week from now when we sit down to record again, we're yeah. going to have, the world will have changed in one way or the other. And I, I think one of the goals here, um, you'll probably hear this a lot as we talk about relevant Christian ideas. Mm -hmm. The those things come up. Romans thirteen comes up. Hebrews, uh, there are any of these authority structures. Yeah. It's really something to unpack in your own mind, you know, because we've even had um, a lot of things that appear to me not just here. I'm not saying in my church, but in our country, where you'll see people elevate political leaders to this position of. Christ, not Christ-like, and that's I'm sorry, um, like Christian leaders, they'll elevate the 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 president or their person and say, oh well, they're fighting for good, and therefore they're like a pastor role almost, and then they'll, um, but they can't submit to authority in their local structure, and I think we've talked about in the past where I was like, you know, if I can't be a loving, gracious person to my family members, then I'm giving some kind of perverted version of that mm -hmm. to the people outside of that. So I, I do think it's a relevant church issue. Um, not so much in we vote the right way or yeah. we don't vote the right way as it is. If your church leadership is like we are saying, we're working through this yeah. and trying to figure out what do we do? <laughs> Cause it's not easy. It's not yeah. a simple answer. Um, then that doesn't mean that the people that we, we love and serve and, and pour into their lives should be questioning our faith, <laughs> you know, because we, yeah. and that's where I think one of our overriding principles always is, you know, each day and each conflict we encounter is an opportunity to extend grace, which is a godly thing. 
to yep. say you do not agree with me. I don't agree with you, but I'm gonna I'm not gonna fight you on this right now because it's not a mandate. Right. If I'm breaking a biblical mandate, by all means, you just go ahead and punch me in the face. Right. <laughs> really, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like shake. But if it's a preferential thing, I'm gonna give you grace. And what I'm walking through right now personally is. I need to be the one to take that step, mm. the first step, gotcha. and I'm going to extend it. And if you punch me in the face, but it's not a biblical thing, I'm, I need to extend grace again. Yes. Because really, who, who am I right. and what does it matter? And I'm not going to fight with you about things that aren't eternal. Right. I'm not going to fight with you. You can, you can go in the parade and you can work a poll station. You could be the most political person. I, I wish that you would take that passion and, and see where the kingdom, where you could pour that into the advancement of the kingdom, but I'm not going to fight with you about yeah. it. And I think that's what I wanted to end kind of back around there, the way we started to say, this isn't a pod, this wasn't an episode. And if we do it again next week, talking about what happened and in the weeks to go, it's not saying let's manipulate people into thinking like we do. Mm-hmm. It's to say, we maybe just open your mind up that people are different. Yeah. People that yeah. love Jesus think differently on things yeah. and we need to be all right with that. Uh, and, and it is, Nate said this earlier, I have had so many conversations as, through COVID, through all the issues that have come up in our culture, that because I was willing to see a nuanced response, mm-hmm. I've had people that don't know Christ that have had conversations with me to say, like, it is so helpful to know yeah, right. that I'm allowed yep. to say that this isn't so simple because so many of my friends that are Christians just go, no, it's just simple. This is what we do. Right. And, yeah. and so we need to start seeing that uh, engaging in these relevant cultural issues and and having an original thought one that's worked out through prayer and through seeking the lord and his principles it can become a key to the advancement of the kingdom of god the gospel can be on di- on display in these times yeah. when we as the church have an actual christ-like response it opens the you know the window to these non people that don't have faith and and i think what we're talking about so much is that's more, that's like under or overshadowed by the fighting that goes on in the church among evangelicals that go, well, you can't be, I thought you were one of us. I thought you were one of the 78% of white evangelicals that only vote one party. Just 144,000. <laughs> Paul says in Titus 3, remind them to submit to rulers and authorities to obey, to be ready for every good work, to slander no one, to avoid fighting, to be kind, to always show gentleness to all people. You should have heard what Nate said about you. <laughs> read that again, Nate. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I, one last thing before you read, and we're gonna we need to wrap up here. But as a Christ follower, we, I have four more points. Yeah, yeah, and sub points beyond that. But as Christ followers, we shouldn't run from culture. We should influence it. Yes, that's what we can do. I like that in our lives, in our homes, in our communities, in our churches. We don't have to have somebody in the in the White House that we agree with 100% that we can make a difference, and we make a difference by living a life that looks different by God's power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, uh, I guess two things. Sunday, uh, I talked about Paul, and I talked about Paul's transformation, and what changed Paul was not what family he was born into, was not the religion that he was a part of, was not the rules that he followed, was not even the the government system that he was a part of, but it was when he had a radical encounter with uh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's what transformed Paul. And then in Matthew, Jesus says that you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hid. And then he goes on to say that uh, in the same way, let your light shine before others so they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Mm-hmm. 
and the way that we live as people who follow Jesus should should result in a different way to view the world, a different way to view people, a different way to view politics, a different way to view everything. Right. And that different way to view everything should be contrary to the way people that don't follow Jesus view the world, view everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. So that when viewing things that way should make a difference in how people see you. Right. And they should see you, like you said, they should see you and they say, that person lives differently. That person views politics differently. That person has a hope in something different than I do. Mm-hmm. And in that, you are this light that Jesus is talking about. You are this this person that follows Jesus, that sees things differently, that does things differently, that treats people differently. The people that are on the other side of the aisle... Um, you treat them with grace and with love still, even when everybody else around does not. And that should spark some curiosity within people. And it says, mm-hmm. how can you do that? Yeah. How yeah. can you treat people that way? And that's what Christians should be known for. And I think in our current political season, that is not what Christians are known for. <laughs> and that's a problem. Um, right. Yeah. Like I said, we'll be back next week, and it's gonna be it's gonna be really I wild to think. I, know, you know? I feel like we could just keep talking about this. But no, I think it, I think we'll have uh, a need to to follow up and we, to have um, and and to re- remind everyone that regardless <laughs> of what happens, yeah. uh, you're gonna be okay. Yep. Uh, that yeah. God will accomplish His purposes in your life, in our lives, and on this world until He returns, mm-hmm. and that's something that we can take. Uh, we can place our hope in and our security in and uh, and we may have great opportunity <laughs> in the next uh, few months to put that on display to people yep. in our communities, which is an exciting opportunity yep. the way I see it. May we live lives that when people who are walking in darkness, people who are outside the church, may we walk lives in such a way that reflect the heart of Christ that even though they don't agree with us would say, but I want to be your friend, but I want to hang out with you. But I, would, I don't agree with you on all these things, but I would definitely work for you or I would, uh, I would live next door to you. I'd be in your neighborhood. You know, that, that's the kind of lives we should live that are attractive, not compromising, not, right. hey, whatever you want is fine, but, but living it in such a way because if we're, as Paul is saying in Colossians and other, many other places, if we put on love, it kind of over, overarches everything and it will make a difference in our lives and in our communities and that's ultimately what we want, to, we want to do is get out of the way and allow God to work in us and through us for his glory. So, yep. yeah. so that's who you need to vote for next Tuesday. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> we would love to hear your feedback. We'd love to hear your comments. Uh, there's probably things along the way that you certainly disagreed with Nate today, uh, as we did. But, uh, um, I was going to say it. It's so funny. Like I was thinking, I'm going to throw Nate under the bus right here. <laughs> Nate spoke more today than he ever has. I know. I know. Time, I probably so. He's probably lost, tired. He probably <laughs> lost friends. <laughs> it's okay. The beautiful thing is, is if even if we don't agree, we can still care about each other and still love each other. And, right. So we'd love to hear where you fall. Maybe some good practices that you use in... Uh, and trying to process through and, and think through maybe something we can add to what we said. Uh, one one last thing I think that we might put in the comments is there's some really great videos yeah. by another uh, organization, the Holy Post podcast that we I think has influenced us somewhat. And they um, 
they talk a lot about this, and I think in a fair and balanced way, yep. and uh, just with some really convicting uh, opinions. So I think maybe we can yeah. link people to some of their videos. Even they have YouTube videos and a podcast. Um, and I would just say, educate yourself. Spend more time listening to people who know Christ yeah. talk about these issues yeah. than news sources that don't. Yeah. Drop a mic right there. Huh? <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, uh, know that we are praying and praying for you and looking forward to uh, continuing this discussion and plenty others as we move forward. And we will talk to you soon. Yep.